everybody. Welcome to another episode of the our show. You forgot the name of our show. Well, we call it Wandering Aimfully the show still, but I think in our minds we've kind of moved on from that. But now it's like a segment called The Uncertain Times. It's a little bit confusing. Nebulous. It's a little bit confusing for everybody. <laughs> it's fine. We like to keep you guessing, guys. We like to keep yeah. ourselves guessing. Any place you see our face, it's us. It's us. Just know it's us. <laughs> if you see our face, it's yeah. us. Yeah. Okay? Uh, by the way, who us is, is this your first time listening? I'm Jason Zook. I'm Caroline Zook. That was a bad prompt for Carol. <laughs> and we run two businesses, Wandering Aimfully, an unboring coaching program for online business owners, and a software platform called Teachery that helps people make online courses. Very good job. Thank you so much. Uh, just just so you guys know, a little bit of a different setup this week. Yeah, so that's just why to we're recap, off game, to be fair. Recap everybody. You emerged from your cocoon of sleep, I believe, Monday morning, and you're like, Throat. I've been calling it scratchy, scratchy because in my brain, for some reason, like sore throat is like I'm sick, and scratchy is like, oh, I just I'm you're just so talkative, just so talkative. Yeah, which actually is probably why it happened. Yeah, yeah I think we decided that because we did live coaching, we have our monthly coaching sessions for our coaching program. We did that last Wednesday, which is like three hours of nonstop, three talking. hours of talking. Then I've been having lots of Zoom calls, and then we did we had a a socially distanced hangout with our friends. Um, across the driveway in, on Saturday, and that was like five hours of talking. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was a lot. It's just a lot of talking. Yeah. So the reason I bring up that it was different is you came to me on Monday, you're like, hey, that's girl. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe we won't do an episode this week. And you were like, well, I don't know. And then I just got this burr in my butt to make a video that was just very different from like our normal you videos. You really did. Yeah, I just got, I don't know, I just got excited about it, which hasn't happened for me in quite a while because I just have been burnt out on videos for many years. Do you know where that inspiration came from? No, no idea. You just, it. It just burr in my butt. Burr in your butt. It was in my butt and you then it popped out and it was like, hey. Now a burr is like a, like a. It's like I, a little, I'm like a little, like a little spiky, like a little, a little spiky. spiky. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You get one on your toe, and, and it's like, in your butt. Like ow, and it was, that it was on hurt. my butt. It was on my butt. Personally, I don't think that if I had a burn in my butt, it would make me want to make a video. This is what I happens. would want to get it removed yeah. immediately. Everybody who listens to this who makes videos knows that's when. That's it how it happens. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I just quickly wrote, jotted down some silly ideas for nine ways to stay sane during a pandemic. And I just kind of let them come to me. I wrote We're calling this, this um, vertical core con, which is quarantine content. Core con. We're calling it that? It, literally, we made that joke like last night when I was cooking dinner. You were like, just some core con. But did, it was, are it was, you, did, was it a different husband? No, no, like, no. It, but it? it was like a patronizing remark. It wasn't like a celebrating this new word that you made. Well, now I'm celebrating <laughs> You can celebrate con. it. You can celebrate it. It's core con. Yeah. So your favorite thing to match two words together. Yeah, it's like, great. Favorite thing. Uh, so anyway, I just... Set up the whole camera setup, the audio, sat down, recorded. I had a little spot for you to come in, even with your scratchy throat. I said, I will do a cameo in this video if I can wear a robe. Yeah, I had not changed into clothes that day, and it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Uh, there's even a little dance segment. But anyway, if you want to watch that, that's over on YouTube. This is only going to be for the podcast, what you're listening to now. So that's the big difference, is normally we record... The show is a video and a podcast, and it all is like the same content. But this is more intimate. This I feel like I can separate. be more... Ooh. Open, vulnerable. Oh, it's wow. just audio. There's something about being on video that makes you feel like you have to be on. Right. And I like the audio only because it just makes me feel like, look at us, we're hanging out. We're oh, doing... interesting. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Well, maybe we'll get some feedback from people. That... If you guys want to tell us on Instagram at Wandering Aimfully. If you're somebody who listens to the podcast audio only and yeah. you don't watch on YouTube, can you give us some feedback on if you feel like the vibe coming from me personally, Caroline? Mm. It's different. I'm in glad this that you episode. said that you were Caroline. I bet they were confused at that moment. They were like, "Can I finish what I was gonna say?" 
As long as it's QuarkCon. <laughs> <laughs> Can you let us know if you are an audio-only podcast consumer, if you feel like my vibe is different in this one versus the other Uncertain Times episodes where we did video and audio? Now, That's if, what I'm if their feedback is if the vibe is different, that doesn't necessarily make us go in a direction that we should do it this way. If it's just different. Now, if they really Same like the it. Vibe, if you like the different Yeah, vibe. there we go. There we go. You gotta, you gotta give the right remark. Like oh, Someone could email us and be like, yeah, it was different. different. And you'd be like, is that good? Is that bad? Like, I don't know. I feel like, then, like you're going to be up at night and like thinking Remember, about this. I think our listeners are smart enough to know what I was implying, but sure, we can be more explicit. Maybe not. I don't know if you want to give people as much credit. Okay, moving on. Uh, so we... See how, it, see how the vibe is just like The vibe is different. so different. <laughs> uh, so last Monday... Uh, we released this five-step checklist thing that's basically like years of us talking about online business and then finally putting it into one condensed, thorough, in-depth article of like how to run your online business. It's not even how to run it. I view it as like every time somebody comes to us and says, what do I do? Like right. I'm not getting the sales I want. I'm not getting the clients I want. We kind of realized that our pattern is much the same. It's right. like we go through these basic five things and we just thought, this should exist somewhere like this very clear checklist should exist so jason wrote a crazy epic long blog post to outline all of those things yeah. um what yeah. was it like eight thousand words it was. it was that's insane yeah, yeah uh so we put this together we put this out there a lot of people said that it was really helpful uh they went through it and then what we're doing is we're now applying that checklist ourselves to people in our community who are on our email list to fill out the survey a couple weeks ago and we're attempting to do this four times before we do a big launch of our final push for our coaching program, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, which is not meant to be a sales pitch, it's more just to talk to you about how are we doing that during this time, because there's a lot of weird things going on. But we sent out the first one, yeah, which is what I wanted to kind of bring up and just maybe like a little, like this is our, um, what's that? It's a D word. This is our decompression. This is our- Debrief? Our debrief. We, we're decomposing right here is what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, that's a new thing we do in business where we do something and then we just decompose. decompose. We just disintegrate. So Aman runs uh -huh. a copywriting company called Ink House. Called Ink House. She was our first, as we call it, growing through it volunteer. Yeah. So a couple of things that I think are worth mentioning about this whole process. We're not going to rehash all of our suggestions to her here because no. you can go on YouTube and watch that video. But or you can I, read the article, I'm, which people are really happy that they could can have read either the way. Article. But what I want to share with our listeners is. First of all, we came up with this idea. I want to encourage people to, as you think about promoting your business or creating content, to step outside of what maybe you is normally done or what you've always done and think of new creative ideas, mainly for two reasons. One, it's just always a good idea to experiment and see what resonates with people. But two, I find that right now, more than ever, you have to find... <laughs> I tried so hard to not sneeze. I tried. Are you gonna edit that out? So that is so loud for people's earbuds. No, the microphone's the microphone's good. It'll, I'll figure it Guys, out. Guys, I'm really sorry. I didn't even allergies. See it it's allergies. <laughs> it's allergies. Everybody. Go ahead. Two reasons. One, I whatever whatever I said before. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is I think more than ever you we need to be excited about our businesses. We need to be excited about the things we're working on. And we mentioned this briefly in another episode, but when we got together and said, okay, like what's our pre-launch plan going to be for um, doing this big push for coaching in May. And we kind of had the same old, same old of like, okay, we're going to write this email series and we're going to help people with this type of information. 
and we just both of us were not inspired by that at all it's like write the same old emails like send the same stuff and so we wanted to get excited about it and for me personally just as a decomposing if we're in this decomposing phase yeah, right now yeah, we're decomposing um looking back on the first episode that we did like i'm so excited that we went this route because i have discovered that there is nothing more exciting to me than going super deep on somebody's business like i like putting together curriculums that are kind of broad for everybody to say like hey do these things but i love just like if i could just be like i mean i am a business coach but if i could find a way to make the math work to do like go top to bottom on somebody's business every single day and say, here's what I would do if I was you, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's something really interesting about this model of, and we were talking about this, like there's not a lot of people that do this where you, you kind of do the before and after, but of someone's business and you really go through this five-step checklist and it's a thorough way of looking at someone's business, but really the things they have to change, they're not like huge amazing overhauls right, right, you know right. it's like it's repositioning it's just not and yeah it's, it's a lot of work it's not going to happen overnight but i think it is really helpful and i think we've even heard from people after this first one went out which i was really happy about is people were like there's so many things i can do with my business well, exactly. that I'm seeing. and that was really the point when we were thinking about this was let's pick a person that their things we're doing for them can be applied to other people so like Amon was a perfect example where She's a copywriter, so she works with clients. So right. the whole thing was, if you're a designer, if you're a developer, if you're an artist, like anybody who works with clients, you can learn so much from Amon's case study Absolutely. and kind of like see yourself in her business, even if it's not specifically copywriting. Totally. So I've been enjoying that process. I think we hit kind of a roadblock because um, we tend to over like do it all the time. Nah. And so we had created this like crazy like keynote template to try to walk through it all. But I'm so glad that we invested that work up front because now we kind of have a template that we can apply to the other volunteers that we have. So we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. Um, but we can just kind of drop their businesses into this template. But just overall, I'm very much enjoying that process of going deep on someone's business and helping them and feeling like because it's one of those things where when you're inside, even for our business, when you're inside of it, it's so hard to see the most obvious things. For sure. Yeah. It's the classic thing. Like you can't see the label from inside the jar. Exactly. So I just love being able to hold up a mirror to other people and say, hey, you have a great head start. Here are a couple of very clear things that I can see of ways that you can improve this. And here's the exact roadmap of how to get there. Um, which I think is the really helpful part is a lot of times people know what they need to do. It's just, they don't know what to start with. Well, first. like Iman even said that she was like, I know basically what I need to do, yeah. but I'm so overwhelmed by the, all the things that I know that I need to do. I just need someone to tell me the order in which to do them. And yep. that's really where this five-step checklist kind of emerged as we said, oh, well, what order would we do them in? Like right. what makes the most sense? And so we kind of cobbled that all together. So anyway, all of that is a roundabout way to say we had a lot of fun putting together the first case study. You're working on the second case study now. My analytical brain is very curious to know this first one, Iman's, I think fair to say it probably took us in total combined 50 hours would probably be a fair estimate of how much time we spent on this. So I'll just repeat that. 50 hours is how much time just we spent. Only slightly more hours than it would take to write an email. Yeah. And <laughs> then, so I think the second one, so Lauren's site that you're working on yeah. now, which we won't say much about because you know, we won't Teeth, see it on, on our on our email list. And if you're not on our email list, go to wanderingamefully.com slash newsletter and sign up so you can get this case study on Monday. And you can also read it on our website too. But I'm curious to see what hers turns out from a, a output standpoint. Mm -hmm. So... It's not going to take 50 hours, no doubt, but I wonder, is it going to take half? Is it going to take 25? If I had to guess now, I would say 
a quarter. Wait, what did you say? It took 50 hours? Yeah. What's a quarter of that? 12 and a half hours? Oh, that's a tough number to choose. That yeah. seems right because I can already tell you I've invested a little bit of time just on the research phase, but I'm already like fully into the first section of the keynote and I have only spent about three hours on it. Yeah. So. Well, and I think we, so this doing the first one and it's like doing anything. I think this is a good lesson just for anyone listening to this of going like, Oh, I'm thinking about embarking on a new thing and maybe it's a serialized or ongoing content. And the first whatever version is going to take you the longest. So whether it's writing a weekly email newsletter, starting to write articles, recording a video, starting a podcast, any of those things, the first one is going to take you forever. Yeah. But the second one is going to take you less time. Yep. And the third one is going to take you less time. And it's it's this nice little thing where if you can get past the drudgery of the first one and like the how much time you have to invest to get through it, you learn along the way. And then you can go, oh, I can do this a lot faster. I can reuse this. I can do all this. That's going to make the process easier. Yeah, it really is a balance because the problem is that a lot of people they feel that first version of whatever they're creating is so arduous that they're like, this isn't for me. Like, I don't want to do this again. An example that comes to mind is creating your first online course. Right. It is going to be so hard. Yeah. It is going to be so hard to organize your thoughts, to film it, to put it together, to launch it, to promote it, all these things. You're doing it for the very first time. But if you can just hang on and say, okay, that was a good, a good learning experience, it's going to be so much faster the next time you do it. Yeah. And so that's just a good lesson for people to take away as well is ask yourself, like, am I judging this entire experience based on just the first hard version of things? Yeah. And can I just maybe hold on to like follow that template for a second time and see how it goes? Would you say the first cut is the deepest? I would say that. You would say that. I wouldn't that. write a song about it, honestly. You would. It's that good. Yeah, that's what I think. All right, let's shift gears into your big thoughts that you had today when we were on our walk. And then we've got a Wayne launch topic that we want to cover here. And we're trying to keep this a little more succinct. So uh, if you hear me being a time wrangler, it's because I don't want it to go on for 45 minutes. And also I haven't talked for four days, so I'm like ready to share yeah. some stuff. All right. So my thought that I had when we were on a walk today in reference to what I'm experiencing in this uncertain time is I'm learning that in a weird way, I'm feeling a lot less pressure for this launch that we have coming up which is a very unexpected feeling that I'm having because if anything, I would feel like, oh, it's a very like uncertain financial time. Like we would put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have this go perfectly. But there's this weird thing that's happening. And some people, by the way, might be in that position where right. they're they're really feeling the financial pressure. And so I, I'm not saying that like that's the wrong way to feel or that this is the right way to feel. I'm just sharing it as an experience I'm having. What's happening as I dig into it is I think because there's this external thing that's going on it's like allowing me, it's giving me permission to work in the way that feels sustainable to me. So, so for example, like if I'm working really hard on something and I'm just going, you know what, like I'm not feeling it today. I'm not feeling motivated. Like I allow myself to recharge my batteries and kind of take a break because I know that there's this thing that going on outside. And if I don't protect my mental health, like it can be really bad. And so I've been working in this like much more flexible way than I'm used to working. And like, I don't want to work late into the night because I know I need my sleep in order to not freaking lose my absolute mind every yeah, day. Yeah. I know I need to take time out to exercise because it's more important than ever. And so what it's done for me is it has made me realize that sometimes the way that I was working before was I was putting way too much pressure on myself and I was kind of pushing it too hard. And it's, it's given me this like weird, unexpected look at how things could be mm -hmm. if I would just let myself be more flexible and more willing to 
go with my own like body's natural rhythms of wanting to work or not work yeah it's it's interesting now that we talk about this and i'm not on a walk dodging old people and making sure that i'm staying yeah you were not into it when we were on the walk you were like what is this looking out for the old people man what can i say i'm an octogenarian protector is that right octogenarian i thought that means that they're in they have eight arms i think that means they're in their 80s yeah oh okay yeah great yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, what I think is interesting about this is when you bring up the whole pressure part of this, where it's like you have this layer of pressure. We all have this layer of pressure because of coronavirus, COVID-19, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And then we have this normal business pressure of we do need to make money to sustain ourselves and to continue to live the life that we want. And normally, without the COVID shit situation, the most pressure we have in our life is a launch because right. it's like we need that money. We you know we gotta get that cash. We gotta <laughs> and, right. and then when you have the pandemic, which is so much more pressure right. because there's so many more things. It's like oh well, when it's in comparison of the two, you're like I mean yeah we want the launch to do well and we need the money, but like we also want to make sure we're healthy every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. It creates this like there's almost like not enough room right to prioritize both pressures at the same time which is giving me this ability to experience what it feels like to launch something without putting such high expectations on it i think that's another thing is like you and i are both like this launch we don't know what's gonna happen no idea there's no way we can predict it so by not being able to predict it and by having this external force that is allowing us to lower our expectations again it's giving me a glimpse of like what would it be like if we did that all the time and just say like Oh, like, I don't know, people could buy or they could not buy, but like, let's just pour our heart into it and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And I think where we're so different from most people is we're just not money driven. Like we care about money and we need money and we have, we have goals. Like we were talking about today, like you, you found a couple of houses on Zillow that you're like, I could see us living in a place like this. window shopping on Zillow, y'all. Which I think a lot of people are like, there's that big article. Just because I know we're not going to get there for a while, so I guess I'll just... But it is, it is, I think, one of those things where when you're not, money motivation isn't the first thing. And like our first thing is we just want to make sure that really good people, really interested people, really creative, fun people that want to work on their businesses are signing up. That's the most important part. And however many of those people we can get, that's great. And we're not going to sacrifice doing Facebook ads and doing all this other bullshit and like just churning out content left and right to get more people. We're just going to do what we want to do. Now, I do want to say as a disclaimer, we totally understand that we now have the privilege to be in that position because we're not scrambling for like where how are we going to pay the bills or how are we going to feed ourselves right so if you're in a position right now where your business you haven't been doing this for very long and it all is very uncertain and you do feel like you're living like you know client invoice to invoice or paycheck to paycheck like i totally understand that this may not be a position that you can be in but at the same time i think there are things that you can mindsets that you can embody where it's it's the whole scarcity versus abundance thing right where it's like where you feel if you feel like you're desperate for it it's going to put you in a creative block type of a place versus if you take the foot off the gas just for a second and say like okay i'm going to take this day by day i'm not going to stress out so much that it makes my whole brain and body contract to the point where I then I'm not productive because I'm just like a ball of stress. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a give and take and I understand that. And, um, you know, I definitely think like our perspective has obviously changed from years ago when we were in a much more financially tight position. But, but honestly, from the beginning, that has always been kind of our mindset, which is 
Yeah, and I, I Listen, do think... Listen, we trust ourselves, yeah. we trust our skills, like, we'll figure it out. And we've, we, like many people, we've experienced the financial lows where we were over $100,000 in debt and we didn't know how we were going to make money the next couple weeks, and that was 2014 for us, 2013, and we've experienced the highs, like in 2016 or 2017, where for the first time in forever, we had a good amount of money in the bank, we had no debt, and it was amazing. I mean, it felt so freeing. And now we're definitely somewhere in the middle of all of that, but I think we're so less concerned with the money part and have been for the past couple of years that it does just relieve some of that pressure. And you're right, like we do have the privilege of not having a whole bunch of money set aside and waiting for us, but knowing that like we can make things that people want and we do have worthwhile stuff to say because we've been doing this for so many years and we know that the things that we teach are things that work. Yeah, and you only get that confidence and trust the more that you show up for your business and do it over time and practice and it's just, you know, confidence takes action. Yeah. It takes you trying stuff and trusting yourself. All right, so let's talk a little about this upcoming launch, but I realized oh, I should have given this little little secret aside thing. You said you had a surprise for me. I should have given that after we started talking about growing through it because it Why? directly related to that. So we got an email from someone that wrote back and I was just going to do this as like our final like, hey, here's a nice positive feedback thing to end the episode on. But That it, I haven't read. I should have said it when we were finishing that up. Anyway. This is the next best thing. Dana sent us an email and she said, I just want to say that this is why, in all caps, I send people your way all the time. Your content is by far the best of anyone out there. That's wow, really nice. That is a, a bold statement. Bold statement. Maybe it's the best Quarcon out there. Quarcon for uh, sure. It's caring. It's specific and actionable. It's very thorough, all caps. It never waves around a single tool as if it's the final solution. It's honest and you guys are honest. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, so that was a, just a really nice comment. And I think that those little things, for you guys who are listening to this, when folks like us get comments like that, it really does mean the world. And I know that that's easier for people to hear and say, but it really, those emails, I mean, that like that email is going to make me happy. It has made me happy for like the past three days. I know. And so. That'll carry me through the next one for you sure. You don't have to send those emails to us. I mean, if you want to, you can. <laughs> but if there's anybody that you listen to, subscribe to, consume content from, even if it's just like on Instagram or whatever, send that person a positive note. That stuff goes so far. Definitely. So far. So that was your little surprise. And okay. I believe in the whole, like, not to like throw okay. the karma thing out there, yeah, but I do on. think like if you can show up in the world and give that kind of encouragement to other people it to me it's like a vote for throwing that into the universe and maybe it'll send it back to you so dana's gonna get brownies is what you're saying yeah. someone's gonna give her brownies i think so yeah it's nice all right let's talk about let's finish this episode off here with our launch plan how far do we want to get into this what are we doing what's going on um i don't, I don't how much it... money is are you gonna make us <laughs> is my question <laughs> I don't want to get too far into it because I don't want to get into the weeds, but I just, in general, just want to say, like, oh, kind of our approach. And something interesting that I think is different this time around than other times is, I don't know how much, how far you want to get into it, but we have been wanting to do a WAME affiliate right. program. Well, for, and not even by choice, by people begging us. Right, right, right. Yeah. And we just have never set it up. And it's like, it, it, for those of you out there, if you haven't done an affiliate program or haven't been affiliate... In the back end, it's very complicated yeah. because you have to figure out a way to track links and get people in like bank accounts and do that securely and do it well, all. We have to get all their bank account access. Is what you're saying. <laughs> we have to yeah. access. You have so to get many like access to like a lot of people's bank accounts. And just, so you can it's just... so hard to like yeah. steal all the money at one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so let, let's give the big picture of the this launch. So there's a couple things going on, and just so you guys, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes. We've been planning to do this launch for the past six months. Right, so since the, our, since we planned at the end of last year. Yeah, so our plan was always to do this launch. Uh, the timeline got obviously messed up by everything that was going on. 
But we finally just decided, you know, we, we do this monthly coaching thing and we're not gonna do the monthly coaching thing in 2021 because we're planning to travel the world. We still, you know, we don't know what's gonna go on now. We're not gonna get into that right now. But we do know that we wanna stick to that plan because maybe we'll just move into something else if we're not able to travel, but we wanna kinda like, this is 2020 is this. We wanna give year. us like a hard end date yeah. on doing the monthly live sessions, yeah. which would be December of this year. So the goal is May 18th through June 1st is the final enrollment for coaching for this year. So you sign up and you'll either get one or two months free because you're basically good for the rest of the year. Right. You'll, be, you'll be locked in. Um, we've got some other fun little bonuses and things. So if you're interested, sign up on a newsletter. Um, but the the other part of this was we've had so many of our Wandering Gamefully members asked to be affiliates. They've sent people our way. They've had their friends sign up who own businesses. And, you know, we've just never had an easy way to say like, great, like you can get a commission for doing that. And so this kind of felt right to like, okay, let's pair these two things together. We'll have the affiliate program launch right before. We'll do this final launch so folks can promote it. And there's actually something kind of worth promoting as opposed to the just like, hey, I have a friend who wants to join. Here's a link. Right. It's more of like, hey, these people that I've learned a lot of online business stuff from, I love the community that I'm a part of. It's really accepting. It's really loving and fun and interesting. Um, I get a lot of value from these people. I use these tools, these workshops. Go sign up. You're going to get a lot of value too during this time and know that you're locked in for the rest of the year. So that's kind of our, our plan. That's what we're looking at. Now, leading up to that, there's there's a lot of moving parts of launches. And for those of you who have launched things, then you already know that. For those of you who've never launched things, you've got your launch emails. You've got your weeks leading up where you're teasing things out about it. Your social calendar. You've got your social calendar where you got it. Because the whole thing that we've learned now, 12 years into this of launching things, you can't just launch the thing. Right. It will never do well if you just all of a sudden send out an email or put up a post on social. This is for sale. It does not work. Do you remember what the GIF that I, yes, we're a GIF family. That yeah, I, we're a GIF family. That yeah. I selected for the April coaching talking about selling and not just like like springing it on people. Do you remember what the GIF uh -uh. was? It was, oh, because you don't watch the Brady Bunch. It was the, oh, Mar it was the Marsha Brady yeah. Brady Bunch of when Marsha gets hit in the face of the football. But like that's how it feels to your customers when you Ooh. don't tell them. You hear that? Is that your bread timer? That's the stretch and fold alarm, folks, for the bread. Why does that sound so sensual when you say it? Thank you. Stretch, stretch and fold. Um, but so that's the visual for you to think of when you listen to this is like if you don't prime your audience and let them know that something's coming, like it just feels like a football to the face of like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah. I so for us, we send consistent, helpful content, we think, and people like Dana have told us that it's true, via our email newsletter every Monday. And we try and be helpful. We try and, you know, give some type of value. So we've been doing that for months. I mean, literally the last time we sold something was, I think, January. And so February, March, all of April are just going to be like value-driven content constantly. So now we're starting to pepper in the, hey, the launch is coming. Get ready so that you're not getting hit in the face of the football. <laughs> and just letting people know so that they can also get excited. Like maybe they've been thinking about, you know what? I really do want someone to give me one thing to focus on every month in my business. I get the backlog of all the stuff. I get the community. Like it makes sense. So that's kind of our lead up plan. And, and that just gets peppered in with social, as you talked about. Like we're, I think we're doing, what, three posts a week? Yeah, Instagram. what I was going to say is the very interesting thing is we put off this whole Wham affiliate thing for so long because, first of all, if anyone can relate to this out there, I'm the type of person who needs to feel like everything is buttoned up, like the whole plan is figured out before we, like, execute on it. You're very different. You yeah. can do it step by step, and you don't you don't have to see the whole plan laid out before you take the next step. Yeah. 
And finally I said, okay, this thing is not going to happen if I do it my way. I'm going to have to let go of control a little bit and play by Jason's rules here hey. and just sort of like trust that it's going to be okay and it's our take our advice, which it's our first Wham affiliate launch. Like it's going to be fine. But in releasing a little bit of that control and saying, let's go for it, I put together this Wham affiliate launch plan. And because I had to put together the launch plan for them to say, here's exactly what we're doing for the launch. Here's how you can piggyback off of what we're doing. It was like, I don't think I ever would have sat down and done that for us oh, for, for sure. our launch, yeah. but it was great because now we have a launch plan and we figured out like, okay, these are the emails we want to send. These are kind of, this is the, the way that we want to promote everything. And so a couple of tidbits there would be just sometimes you just have to take the next step and just say, this is not going to be perfect, but I'm going to just try it. Yep. And I'm going to allow myself to do this imperfectly the first time around, but I can do it better next time. That was my approach to the affiliates. Um, and then also sometimes if you pretend that you're doing something for someone else, like like if you were going to tell a friend what your launch plan was, sit down and write what that would be and then you'll have a launch plan. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a bunch of work ahead of ourselves. We just, I think we basically finished up all the affiliate stuff. So that's pretty yeah. much good. I think we'll essentially just be emailing our members once a week leading up to launch, which is really only two more emails. Yeah. And then we'll have a, I think it's a 10 or 11 email kind of sequence uh, during the launch that'll go out. Uh, we've got a cool bonus that we're going to do during, and like everyone does bonuses during launch, but really like the one that we have cooked up, which maybe we'll share more of as we get closer. Yep. So we have all that. We hope to get all, I think we want to get all of that done basically by like end of next week, yep. which will give us essentially two weeks before the launch, maybe a little bit less that we can just kind of like step back and be like, great, we don't have to do anything else with that. It's all good to go. Well, yeah, because our whole goal always is to be present during the launch and like not be scrambling behind yeah. the scenes so that we can actually answer questions like really go deep with people who are interested because we know that everybody wants to feel good about an investment that they make in themselves so it's like my goal is always for someone to just really appease and ease their mind before they decide to join us yeah and you can't really do that if you're worried about the next email that's going to go out so. yeah i will say last thing to touch on before we wrap this sucker up How's your mindset in like, we're doing a launch during a pandemic? Because I think six weeks ago, yeah. we would have been like, well, we, we just, we weren't, we weren't doing anything really. Yeah. But I think even then, if you would have said like, hey, you're going to do a launch in six weeks, you'd have been like, no way. Yeah. Like, just not going to do it. The thing that has really helped me mindset wise is one necessity, which is that right. we have to, like, the thing about the economy is like, if we all stop, like, buying things or stop contributing to businesses, then the whole thing stops, right? Yeah. And so I know that we're still continuing to pay for things that we want and care about. And so like we just, we have to keep the wheels turning basically. Um, or Daddy, everything stops. Daddy needs his bread flour. Well, it's like, if we don't make money, then we don't spend money. And yeah. if we don't spend money, then those people don't make money. And so that's just what I, I guess yeah. I'm saying here. Um, so it was necessity, which is that we do have bills to pay. And we have to keep the train moving. Yeah. The second thing is, just really uh, changing my mindset to I'm pushing this on someone and instead thinking like I'm offering this to someone. Yeah. So I absolutely know that there are people out there right now that are working from home and they don't know like whatever job they've been doing, like their side hustle is about to become their main hustle because they have no choice. Yeah. And I know that we have the knowledge and the tools and the experience to help them you know, avoid some of the pitfalls and yep. to really start their digital business or, or, you know, go take it from a side hustle to a main hustle. Yep. And I would rather them learn from us than somebody who's going to coax them into saying, I have all the answers and I don't. Right. 
And so I just, in my head, am phrasing like, okay, I know there's actually a need for what we offer. And we're, so I have no qualms about offering it. And then the people who are financially able and it, it's a good fit for them will join. And the people who can't right now, that's okay too. And yeah. they can continue to get free stuff from us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that's kind of how I think about it. I think the big mindset shift for me was something that my buddy Paul and I were talking about was like, people have kind of settled in, right? So like, this is kind of going to be how you're going to work or what you're going to work on. Like you're talking about if you're shifting your side hustle to your full time, but like you, everyone's kind of settled in now that we're six weeks into this. And I think that now is probably the best time that we could ask for to potentially launch something to show people like, Hey, if you need this type of information and you want this and community and you want the support and you want the accountability, we got you. But if you don't, and that's not just, that's just doesn't work for you, then that's okay. Like yeah. you don't have to buy, like no one ever has to buy, right? That's not the, the thing. Yeah. We, we can't control that. We don't have your bank account. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well that, I think that that'll wrap things up. I was going to say to anybody who has listened this far and you're someone who's like, you know what? I, I'm excited about this coaching thing and I may actually want to get started soon. You can go to wanderingaimfully.com slash free. And we have a coaching session about optimizing your website and tweaking it so that it is actually helping you reach your business goals. It's free for you to go through. It's a full coaching session that we've done before. Um, you get a couple little sales emails. There might be a discount code in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who's just like, I mean, you listen all the way in, you listen to every one of these episodes, you're like, I really think I wanna join this, like this makes sense for me. Go through the free session first and make sure it feels like a good totally. fit. And that's something that, you know, we tend to make things a little bit more difficult than a lot of people when it comes to buying from us. But if you're really in, then that means you're gonna do the work, you're gonna see the results, and that's what matters to us. For sure. All right, I gotta go stretch and fold this bread. I think I'm gonna do yoga. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. For your for your mind, for your body, for your soul. Also, it feels good for me to talk again, and also. You're not to, scratchy. Yeah. Oh yeah, don't forget, go check out on YouTube the nine ways to stay sane during the pandemic. What was your favorite of the nine? My favorite thing. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing of the nine that comes to mind is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number five. Yeah, number five. Why do you know the numbers? Well, I only stared at the video like for four hours straight okay, while fair. I think, so number five is your favorite? Only because I think it's kind of not relatable. Like most yeah. people are like, how do you have time to play a video game right now? But also in this household, we love Breath of the Wild. Yeah, so for sure. like, You make the time. You, you make, make the you, time you, for Zelda. Well, you get up at Caleb's 5 a.m. making the time for Zelda. Yeah, he's, he's like a six-month-old baby. He's got baby. He's got baby. He's got baby. Uh, all right. Well, I hope you guys go check that video out. It's on YouTube. You can also find it on uh, our website with this episode. It'll be close to it. We hope you enjoyed this. I want to know what people would find helpful. I know now that we've settled in yeah. during this whole time, like what type of content would you find helpful? Like what should we do a whole Q&A episode? Sure. Like what do you, what I just. What I, do you want? God damn it. God what, damn do it. what do you want? What do you want? Think of the, the notebook, uh, Ryan yeah. Gosling, Jeff there. But like, I'm just in this mindset with whole, the whole case study thing of like, I just want to help people. Yeah. I just love helping people. So maybe we can help on this podcast. Send us an email. Hello at wanderingamefully.com. What could we talk about on here that would be helpful right now? Let us know. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Stretch and fold.